When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 4040. I'm your host, Dom Crady. And today we talk about one of fantasy football's most infamous hot take makers, Bark. Bark of the Back Row Fantasy Show, who had adoring fans all around the world. Left his show in 2021 and effectively quit fantasy football. We discover why. How? How could he walk away? That and more with our own Marty Kellerman, who now down an exclusive interview with the hot take man himself. So stay tuned and listen to a fantastic exclusive interview with the man they call Bark. Before we get to that interview, let's hear a few clips that may have given us some insight to what was happening, and a few clips from some folks who Bark touched over the years. I don't think you understand how much these fans appreciate your show. What? I, I don't care how much they appreciate my show. If I had a dollar for every fucking time a fan of the podcast said, your take made me lose a playoff game, I'd be fucking rich. Just fucking think for yourself. Don't take my takes and just make them concrete. I'm not Nostradamus or Lady Goddamn Cleo. Uh, when it came to fantasy football, uh, I think Mark's takes were pretty good. Pretty good. You know something, brother? Bark was one of the best hot take podcasters, brother. And he was a dear friend of mine, brother. There was nothing quite like listening to Bark on the back row fantasy show while fiddling around with my naughty bits. All right, all right, all right. Bark was quite all right. Me and Knoxville had a great time when Bark would drop by uh, the set of Jackass Forever. It was gnarly. Yeah, me and Bark were real good friends. He not only watched the Cleveland show, but he was there when I got married. Bark touched a lot of people. Not inappropriately. Now, for Marty Kellerman and his exclusive interview with Bark. Thank you all for joining us. My name is Marty, and I'm sitting down here with Bark of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thank you for joining me, Bark, tonight. Ah, thanks for having me, Marty. I uh, I don't know exactly what all this interview is going to be. I decided to quit. I don't know what all the damn questions are about, why people care that I quit, but I, uh, my management said I should do this interview, so I guess I'm going to do it. Nothing against you. Uh, you know, just the media chasing me around, pap- paparazzi. It's getting old, but I, I, I've heard good things about you, so I'll do this interview for you and you only. 
I appreciate the kind words. I'm glad we finally pinned you down. And yes, I have received several questions that I've been told just to direct to you. And hopefully you're going to be agreeable and answer each one of them. And we'll see where we go from there, I guess. Hopefully nothing about uh, some of the females I've I've went out with on a nightly basis. They're just friends. But, you know, as long as there's nothing about that, I'm good. It may come up. We'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess. I hope it doesn't come up. <laughs> um, first question. How did the season start for you? This this NFL season. Were you excited when the season started? You know, you can think- I was. I was. Uh, I bought into the hype as a Dolphins fan. I That's thought it was going to be. I know. I know. <laughs> it, it really is. I, I bought into it, though. Uh, you know, it, it was our year once again. And then you turn around and go one and seven. So I was excited. I watched the whole first game. I was invested. I was into it. And we we won against the Patriots and then a loss and another loss and another loss. And, you know, I was already fading on the fantasy football aspect of things. And those losses and the realization that this team's not going to be that great kind of did it in for me. I like to say I'm not a fan of football would be a lie, but hardcore, I am no longer a hardcore fan of the game to a point to where it makes me mad when I get recommended tweets about football. Like, shut up. Interesting. So would you say if you had to pinpoint it that are we talking week eight or nine? Is that when you started to feel the change? You're saying the one in seven was the issue? Is that if you had to pinpoint it? When you say the change, you make it feel like I'm getting ready to start my monthly. Okay, Marty, let's just let's be a little more professional about this. If At you have a point, preferred preferred term, <laughs> you let me know. Let's call it the fade. Okay, let's the, call it getting fade. getting nice. faded. When did I start getting faded? Right. That sounds better. When did the fade begin? And the, and at what point was the fade too much that you needed to withdraw? Well. I feel like I got faded on 420, but besides that, <laughs> I, uh, you know, doing the podcast for years, it just started wearing me down. And yes, I contribute a lot of the, uh, the burnout to the podcast. When you have to watch game tape and college tape, and you have to start analyzing and putting that all together, it becomes a job. And we, we know how jobs are. We don't like jobs. We don't want to do jobs. So that, you know, I would say, I honestly, I was not looking forward to the year besides the dolphins. I was out on just about everything else. So I think the change started with COVID to be honest. COVID was where well, I called it the change. Damn. You did. Well, when I started getting faded was when COVID hit that that's, that's probably the most accurate timeline I can put on it. COVID ruined football for me. And I think that's a pretty relatable response, and we'd have to give you full marks for honesty there, I think, as well. Um, so, I mean, I can't imagine this didn't have an effect, but how much then did, what, did Antonio Brown taking his clothes off and running through the field there, did that have anything to do with you giving up fantasy football and the podcast it, subsequently? It honestly, it honestly did. I was probably 90% out at that point. And when I saw Antonio Brown's dumbass standing in the end zone, half naked, probably listening to Kanye West's newest album, Donda, which sucks ass. That was it for me. Kanye and Antonio Brown can go away. 
And that is a part of it. I grew up in the nineties. Uh, I, you know, I watched football when there was not referees messing up every game, not penalties and not receivers that weren't allowed to be touched. And then you got jokers like Antonio Brown, you know, waving his dick around like a pylon on the field. I'm, I, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Antonio Brown certainly did not help matters at all. I hope he never plays football again. I wish Kanye would go away too. Yeah, that's a good question. Let's. I'm going to blame most of this on Antonio Brown, actually. I'm going to blame a lot of it on him. It's definitely a reminder of some of the things that are not so great about football, right? If you were already sort of on the brink, and that's enough to maybe push you over the edge. It's just a reminder of some of the extracurricular stuff that's not supposed to be there or whatever. Yeah. I, or that you don't appreciate there, I guess I should say. Yeah, and, and let's not forget fair. his rap is trash. <laughs> his rap is pure garbage, and that... That that doesn't that doesn't help either. The man can't rap, and if maybe if he could, I'd feel a little different. But he can't rap. I mean, he can't rap, and he doesn't stay dressed. Next question. Next question. Um, so this one, I think this may have picked up some legitimacy too, because it's just too coincidental now. Because you've both kind of gone underground. But the question is, are you being forced underground? Because you, from what I have possibly heard, have definitive proof that Tom Brady is, in fact, a cyborg and not completely human. And as we're getting close to these answers, he suddenly retires. So I don't know. You tell me how that works. Listen, not only was the 2020 election stolen, Tom Brady is a cyborg. I've got proof. I'm the one who broke that story. I'm the one who had to go underground because Bill Belichick was coming at me with pickaxes, ice picks, you know, anything he could find to throw at me, a deflated football. He was chasing me down with everything he had. I broke the story about Tom Brady being a cyborg. There is no way you can't convince me a 44 year old quarterback can lead the league in passing yards, almost lead the league in efficiency. The man is literally, he's at least part. Have you seen Terminator? Uh, what was the Terminator movie where the guy had a heart, but he also had a metal body. That's Tom Brady. That's him. There's, you know, he wasn't drunk when he threw the Super Bowl trophy across the water to Gronk. He calculated that shit with his cyborg eye. He knew it wasn't going to go into water. We're like, whoa, he's being stupid. No, he's a cyborg. Okay. He's God. He's fucking cyborg. He just is. Sounds like you and have I don't done mean, the research. I have. I, I, I've seen it. I, I've seen him take off the kale pajamas. I've seen it. There's metal under there. I knew it was too coincidental. And now we're so close to solving this and he has pulled from the public eye, right? Too, Nobody too gives me credit for, for, for breaking this story, but they just say it's a conspiracy theory. But, you know. It's all yeah. a conspiracy until it's proven true, right? Exactly. Just wait till JFK returns and he'll also show me. He'll also show the world that Tom Brady is a cyborg. So looking into the future, you're going to make a prediction for me. If you were to return to football in a few years... Is Tua your quarterback still? Yours meaning your beloved Dolphins. Can I give you, uh, as a person who recreationally watches Miami sometimes when they're on TV, I, I'll my. You don't have to a, lie to me because I'm your interviewee. I don't see it with him. I don't um, see it. I don't see it in Baker Mayfield either, the, the quarterback oh, no, of the God, team I no, enjoy. But no. I don't see it in Baker Tua. Mayfield is the opposite of a cyborg. He is literally <laughs> sausage skin full of mashed potatoes. There's nothing else to him. I don't even know if that man has bones. He's he's the complete opposite of Tom Brady. He's a bag of mush. 
bag so three, three uh, years from now Tua is still your quarterback you think let's say three no years. no no i don't think so and I, and I don't think that has anything to do with him being a bad quarterback per se or anything like that i actually i'm 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 still halfway impressed i mean we're talking about two years in not everybody's a joe burrow not everybody's a patrick mahomes uh you know Tua Tua is a very accurate quarterback and accuracy is a huge advantage in the nfl there's a lot of quarterbacks that are not that accurate. So I think two is a starter in the league for years to come. I just don't think that this new coach, Mike McDaniel, uh, I, I can't see him just committing to a guy like Tua long term. I mean, this guy's going to, after year one, he's going to know what he wants to change. And I have a feeling Tua is going to be part of that change. And the reason I say that is because there's not going to be any wide receivers you got Jalen Waddle, of course, but unless you go out and get a guy like Antonio Brown, oh fuck, I don't want to talk about. Oh, him. he's bad. Unless you go out and get a guy like a Devonte Adams, uh, you, you know, it's it's not going to be good. And and Tua will be the fall guy for that, right? And that and could then, always be that it's not his guy, right? So he wants to get his guy in right. there, sort of thing. Yep, right. He probably needs to talk to Brady's technology man. I mean, if Tua could get some, some he could build one in the lab. Okay, exactly. Could, yeah, right. Uh, so we've heard some rumors that basically you talked, you already mentioned it started to feel like a job. Is it your hatred for practice? Does that have anything to do with your sudden dislike of football? Practice? We're, We're talking, talking about, about practice? We are talking about practice. What did was me quitting have to do with practice? It, uh, it's it's practice, man. Uh, we We would, when you're doing a fantasy football podcast and you get together, me and the two guys, I mean, there's, there's, the whole thing's practice. I mean, we never ever hit the record button thinking we are absolute professionals. I mean, I spent way too much time chasing improving the cyborg theory to really consider myself a professional when it comes to the the fantasy football podcast. Uh, so, so no, no, I I don't have a problem with practice. That's a rumor. I don't like talking about practice because it's practice. Um, but in my opinion, the whole show was practice. It's Another not like question. we reached a title game, you know, true, it's true. just all practice. Another question I got was, um, basically, so considering it sounded like around mid season or something where you sort of experienced the, the fade, correct. If I'm correct. Sorry. Um, and I got assume faded. at that time yeah, I got faded. I assume at that time you were guessing it was going to be a healthy dose of Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes again. Um, just dominating the league as usual. Is that was that part of the issue? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I'd love to say yes, but it wasn't. Uh, when Brady was doing it with New England, it was becoming an issue, uh, especially because I knew he was a cyborg. But whenever he started with the Bucks and proved that he could take yet another team, listen, eventually we're all going to be part cyborg. It's not like we're just going to stay humans through this evolution. I mean, JFK, when he comes back, will be part cyborg. You know, it, we're all going to be part cyborg. So, I'm not going to discriminate against Brady. I broke the story. I didn't say I hate the man. I broke the story. I knew he was part cyborg, if not complete cyborg by now. That doesn't mean I hate him. I'm not prejudiced against anyone, even a cyborg. Uh, BB-8 is one of my favorite people. I'll call him a person. BB-8 means more to me than most children. So... I'm not going to discriminate against the cyborg. I'm just not. So, no, I, I enjoyed watching Tom Brady take the Tampa Bay Bucks to the Super Bowl and beating Patrick Mahomes and just showing that, you know, even an old-ass cyborg can beat a young stud who I have an inkling may have already got at least a bionic eye. But, uh, no, no, that's that's fine. And it's all over. There's no more dominating. We got Burrow. We got Matthew Stafford. Uh, we got a different Super Bowl, and I'll be fine if Brady comes back. I mean, you know, I am not going to discriminate against cyborgs. Excellent. A very tolerant response. Um, is there one I, thing? I'm you, a kind man, if anything, you know. If, if nothing else. Right. Uh, is there one thing that you would like to let your fans know while you have this platform? Well, I, I didn't want this to come out on a live recording but um, I, I'm I'm probably half responsible for uh, Coach O down at LSU for him stepping away. I mean, the success of the podcast kind of went to my head a little bit. So me and Coach O, we'd we'd go out, we'd party, uh, we'd hook up with with some of the local college residents there, and uh, and keep in mind, you know, I'm not attached to an uh, an organization or an affiliation of any kind. I'm a free damn man at this point. Uh, you know, the, I don't even do the back row fantasy show. No one can hold me down. So me and Coach O, we went out and, uh, you know, we we slang it around a little bit. And I just want everyone to know that before it comes out. Because I'm an honest man, if not a kind man. So I need everyone to know that me and Coach O, you know, sometimes we were in the same room when this stuff was happening. High-fiving. You know, it, it is what it is. I just want it to come from my mouth first. We appreciate that. As you may yeah, or may Coach not Joe's know, a great, he's a great guy. I am a Canadian person, so I was wondering, there's a rumor running rampant up here, I don't know if it's reached you down there, that there's a possibility of you bringing your talents to CFL fantasy football. Any truth to that rumor? Well, what is CFL? Uh, I would have to. Oh, you want me to Google that? Oh, hold on. Canadian. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're, I don't know. Is it like, we, is it we have e e f f l or is it the letter c f what is c f l you're you're gonna have we, to we have i mean obviously Canadian, the answer's there but I, Cana I don't know what that is canadian football league 
Is that we what you may call or, your soccer? We may or may not at one point had only maybe six or seven teams and two of them shared the same team nickname for a while. That happened. So, so you're asking me if I'm going to convert to Canadian soccer. Correct. Is and, it soccer? It is. It is not. My research is indicating it is actually American style football. In Canada. In Canada. So I don't know what the exchange is on the yardage, on the scoring. I'm not familiar, but you, if anyone could figure it out and crack the code, I'm, I think, and if you're looking for a challenge, right? I mean, this might be, that's the rumor. I don't know. I'm just here to ask. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'd rather drink a whole bag of milk than, than fuck around with Canadian football. So no, the answer is no. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> Was your... Another rumor I've heard. And again, we're here to clear these things up. We appreciate your honesty. Rumors, rumors, rumors. We appreciate your honesty. Everybody wants to know if you're banging a Kardashian. My God. Was your fantasy advice, in fact, so good? My understanding is there's possible pressure from certain powers that be in Las Vegas to have you sort of stop giving the advice you're giving. Basically, I guess, to put it in terms that even you might understand um, is the mob after you basically for being so accurate in your prognostications? That's a resounding yes. I'm recording this from a safe room as we speak. Uh, there's there's things that I know, and it's not cheating, but there's things that I know. I knew Antonio Brown was was gonna you know get naked that day. I knew I knew it. I, I put a bet on it. I knew it was gonna happen. So yeah, my my football takes are accurate all the way down to you know obg obg obj getting his knee hurting the super bowl i knew that would happen why you ask because that leg's completely organic there's no no cyborg parts in there i knew that was going to happen so yeah the answer to that is yes i'm i'm very threatened my life is uh on the line all the time which is part of the reason i'm not going to go to canada they find me too easily amongst the 700 people that live up there and uh so yeah, I mean yeah, every it's it's dangerous. It's it's hard out here for a pimp. In in words of one of my favorite artists of all time, and you know I've got to be careful. And I it's it's probably safe that I don't do any podcasting for a while, uh, especially regarding football, because you know my uh, my tongue is too accurate. Yeah, we appreciate that, and we hope you 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 do stay safe and that you're at a safe location and uh, that everything is okay. Safe with Coach O, or safe like with like from the mob. Because me and Coach O, we played it safe. I mean, we always played it safe. We didn't do anything crazy. We ain't trying to, we're not out here trying to have to be on medication for the rest of our lives. You know, we we, we played it safe. So just the mob then. I hope you're safe. Just the mob. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in a recent interview, I'm sure you may have seen it, Joe Rogan hinted that he's threatened by your podcasting abilities, that his sort of perch on the throne is a bit tenuous as you start to build a following. Basically, he fears losing that spot as the world's most popular podcaster. I've heard things. Oh. Has he or any of his representatives applied pressure to you to cause you to make little, this decision? So the, the anti-cyborg community, the mob, and now I feel possibly Joe Rogan's heavies. Absolutely, of course. Little, little conformist Joey over there, all worried about me. Tell you what, all I got to do to solve this problem is uh, go on his podcast and basically convince him that I am no threat. And within about 48 seconds, that dumb motherfucker will believe me. So if somebody can just get me on his podcast, I'll let him know that I'm not a threat and that I'm done with podcasting. And the simplest way I can 
I can tell him how I'd be like, Joe, uh, you know, podcasting was making me feel ill. So I shot some horse tranquilizers and realized I'm not going to do it anymore. And Joe will be like, he'll be on board. He'll be completely on board. And then, uh, then I can have him help me in my hunt for more cyborgs in the NFL. Joe just is a meat headed nincompoop that just needs to be swayed. And I could sway him in about 48 seconds. I think this might be my final question. And, and I have heard this as well, that this is the possible reason for your, I bet it's going to be about that long haired freaking non-vaccinated lion son of a bitch MVP. I know it's going to be about him. So you have heard of this, what that's, uh, it's the most recent, it's the most recent talk. So we're talking about a league MVP, I believe now, right? Again, a fourth time. Yeah, I don't, like I don't know how they don't win in the playoffs ever. It's he looks like fucking dude from Shameless at this point in his career. Friggin' William H. Macy with long hair is what he looks like. I don't, I don't know how he's the MVP. He's not the most valuable anything. He lied to his teammates. He lied to his coaches. He lied to that little girl from Wishing on Stars or whatever that fucking movie was. He needs to retire. He's not a cyborg. He's just an asshole. Now, that being said, the what I'm hearing is, as you know, he gets his medical advice from mediocre podcasters. So after that diatribe, maybe not, but it could be a clever cover up. Is there a chance, because I've heard this, that he has retained you for his personal medical advisor and that you simply that's a, basically a full time job. You had no longer have the time to create content or podcast that you are Aaron Rodgers, basically new podcast bro medical advisor that had to have been started by joe rogan that there's there's no validity to that whatsoever me and aaron don't get along uh i liked him in college when he played for cow i thought he was gonna be a hell of a player and he is a hell of a player but it doesn't take away from the fact that he's an asshole hey aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy that goes out and he finds a 30 year old Shailene Woodley or whatever her name is when, when real true American heroes like me and Edo from Oregon or not Oregon LSU, we go out and we, we please more than just, we please the world. You know, Aaron Rodgers isn't pleasing anybody with his attitude. And for all I care, he, he can eat a whole handful of horse tranquilizer shit. I'm not going to advise him on anything. The only thing I advise him to do is get a goddamn haircut and quit acting like such an asshole. That's the best medicine that guy can get. And then maybe he can be MVP of the human league where we're all trying to be good to each other. Maybe he can be MVP of that and not throwing around a fucking deflated football all over the field. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Fuck Joe Rogan. Fuck all these guys, except for Tom Brady. I, I don't discriminate against cyborgs. He's fine. Well, I think that's sorry if you have to bleep a lot of this out. I just the Aaron Rodgers thing really gets me. I don't know why anyone thought that I was his Dr. Quinn medicine woman, even for a second. Going forward, I will. It angers me, Marty. I will do my part to dispel those rumors now that I see the passion that you have for this. And we really do appreciate your transparency and honesty throughout this interview tonight. I think we've it's all I can be, if nothing but a kind man, you know, kind of see into the man here with better understanding of what's happened and what's going on. And we would wish you all the best in your future endeavors and hope that you, whatever your next project are, that you have the passion for that one. Okay. That's the way to end a podcast. That's 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 the way to do it. Podcast interview, whatever you're doing here that they told me you were doing, I'm on board with it. That that was the way to end it. You didn't give me any crap or try to Stephen A. Smith me into a corner. 
And, uh, and I appreciate that. The, everything that was said here today is factual and you know, it's factual because I, I spit the truth. I tell it like it is. And we appreciate your time. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks for the opportunity to set the record straight. Uh, hopefully everyone knows, you know, if this gets released on any platform, I may even release it on mine. If that, if I can get the permission from your media company, I may even release it on mine. Just know that unless Aaron Rodgers admits to being an asshole, I, I'm probably not coming back to football podcasting. And I would make one final recommendation because of some of the bombshells and topics that you have dropped on this episode. There's a chance it's going to get pulled down pretty fast, right? You're revealing some pretty deep secrets. So my advice to listeners would be download this episode quickly, right? Because some of these things are, we're breaking some news here. So yeah, download yeah, it qu- we're, we're, quickly so you have it forever. And, may, and maybe I can get with my contacts and try to get this on the dark web, which is the same place that, you know, Aaron Rogers humanity <laughs> is hiding. Uh, but you, you know, there's, there's going to be a place, there's going to be a way we'll find a way we'll keep it going. Just, uh, you know, if all of you guys could, you know, maybe build a wall to protect me, maybe, maybe build a wall, um, you know, just, just something to keep, to keep them from getting at me, you know, hell cue. <laughs> what a great idea. A wall. That's a brand new idea. Uh, you know, I've this, this, uh, there's, there's life after podcasting. I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll still, we'll still go to, to big places. Perfect. We believe you. Thank you. Thank you, Marty. It was, it was a pleasure. Yes, all, it definitely a pleasure. You know, I wasn't sure what I was going to get, but uh, we appreciate Honesty your time. and a kind man. Honesty Absolutely. and a kind man. Not Aaron Rodgers, not an asshole. Correct. The opposite of him, in fact. Right. Yes. Well, there you have it. Uh, some crazy allegations. Lots of questions. Uh, Ed Orgeron, uh, coach, former coach at LSU. This is new stuff that has come to light. If you wish to continue hearing anything uh, from Bark, rumor has it he has a few other podcasts uh, and that he might be rebranding the Back Row Fantasy Show. Until next time, this is Dom Crady. Signing out. Thank you for listening to 4040. We'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.